Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to the Cabbage and Shame monthly wrap-up. This is the first episode starting with January 2021. We are going to talk about some of the releases that came out this month as well as some of the broader news in the post-punk world. Yes. Uh, starting off, we're going to run out, run through some albums, some EPs, some singles, and uh, also some stuff to come. Indeed. Uh, the first album we've got listed here is Lice. Their debut album, which is Wasteland, colon. What ails our people is clear. This debut album from the Bristol band Lice is very atmospheric. It's quite dark. It's brooding. It's got a, it leans a lot more into the sort of noise rock style and uh, quite reminiscent of, uh, well, I found it's quite reminiscent of girl band in places and would definitely appeal to fans of John Times 2, uh, maybe Heavy Lungs, The Lighter Side of Daughters. I think definitely for fans of, of girl band, maybe fans of Black Midi might enjoy this as well. Yeah, it's more kind of on the industrial side of things, but it's a really solid debut album from Lice. And give it a listen if you're into the kind of post-punk, noi-industrial hybrid. Yeah, especially the sort of darker side of post-punk. Next up, we have quite a big band in the world of post-punk. And that is Viagra Boys with their second album, Welfare Jazz. This is a Swedish band. This album features very strong tracks such as Ain't Nice, uh, which is super filthy absolutely phenomenal great lyricism um and oddly enough it touches on some kind of country in this uh throughout it you can find some phenomenal sax riffs a lot of experimentation uh strange but solid interludes in my opinion it shows a mature evolution from the band but maybe not the direction that i was hoping it would go so you know it's it's a good album but it's not necessarily for everyone and it in some ways doesn't quite live up to their first album. Highly recommend listening to their singles off that album, particularly Ain't Nice. Next up, we have uh, Post Punk Darling from the South London band Shame, who released their second album, Drunk Tank Pink. Uh, Drunk Tank Pink is it's an evolution in their sound. Uh, they've definitely lent into a lot of the uh, particularly good elements from their debut album, Songs of Praise, which came out in 2018, uh, if I remember rightly. Yes, it was 2018. The album is fun to listen to. It's a good album. I I enjoy listening to the album. However, I think this album is two years too late. Had this come a year, year and a half off the back of Songs of Praise, Hot on the Heels, it probably would have swept the post-punk world by storm. Not to say that it isn't making some noise in the post-punk scene. It's number eight in the UK. Uh, However... If it had come off the back of the exceptional debut album that was Songs of Praise, I think it really could have made a much bigger splash than it has necessarily now, three years after their debut album. Yeah, it's less innovative than a lot of the bands we've seen and a lot of the other bands we'll be talking about, um, you know, have talked about in the past and will be talking about in the future. It's still a good album. It's still a very solid album. It's just not cutting edge in terms of sound it's pretty conservative in the direction they took it and that's not necessarily a bad thing but it's you know it isn't really anything to to write home about either it's a good album it definitely give it a listen it's going to be I mean, it is a very solid album in the world of post-punk in terms of popularity but it isn't really pushing the envelope yeah the way nathan and i have been talking about it is that it's a good album but other bands last year released better debut albums than this their second album 
So they, they might have slightly lost ground in their hiatus between their very good debut album and their relatively good second album. That said, it did place number eight in the UK album charts. On a similar note, in my opinion, I know Will's going to diverge from here, here, but Sleaford Mods with their album Spare Ribs. This is the Nottingham post-punk darlings that are, you know, Sleaford Mods. It's a very solid album. In my opinion, it's the most accessible Sleaford Mods album yet. And as a longtime fan of Sleaford Mods, and, you know, I, I really appreciate their kind of wilder stuff. I like I like it when they when they get a little bit more weird with their music. And Spare Ribs is a step back from that. So for me it doesn't live up to say Eaten Alive or even one of my personal favorites is that kind of um it's not a true album so much as a reformulation of prior songs. Uh all that glue. It is doesn't quite live up to those two, but I also know Will's really enjoyed this, even a lot more so than their other albums, and finds it a lot more accessible. And so for people that listen to Sleaford Mods, you, you like them, but you don't really quite, quite get the hype. This might be a really good album for you. Uh, for long-term fans of Sleaford Mods, it's going to be probably just an okay album for you. And, you know, nothing wrong with that. It pushes fewer boundaries than their previous albums. But given how odd Sleaford Mods music is, and I, I say this in a nice way, I love it. It is a solid entry from them. It's also number four in the UK album charts. Yeah, four places above shame. Made the top five. I think it was their first album to make a top five debut in the UK album charts. It's been a long time coming. I think they've been I think they've been going for at least ten years. This album also features Billy No Mates on the track Mork and Mindy and Amy Taylor of Amal and the Sniffers from on Nudget, which are both particularly good tracks in my opinion. Amy Taylor, funnily enough, also featured on the Viagra Boys album. Excellent features. Good work team. And finally, on to our last album uh, in this roundup, Goat Girl. Goat Girl's second album, On All Fours. Uh, Goat Girl are a London band, and they were, I think their first album also came out in 2018, along with Shame. They were definitely in the sort of forerunners, quote-unquote, of the current London post-punk scene. And this album is a considerable evolution in their sound. Uh, It's been produced by Dan Carey of Speedy Wonderground fame. I, I love this album. I absolutely love it, love it, love it. I've already listened to it about three times. It only came out yesterday at uh, time of recording. Uh, it's got great layering. There's lots of really interesting sort of... There's there's a bit more instrumental pieces that mix in uh, jazz brackets in the supermarket. Close brackets is their third track from memory, which really aids the flow of the album as they explore more as they explore more tangents into their music. I really love it. I would highly recommend it for anyone who is a fan of, well, a fan of the current London scene. They're a core part of the scene and I think they're making great music. Check it out. So moving on from albums into EPs, we have one of note to talk about, and that is Lynx with Smash Hits Volume 2. Um, it's, yeah, it's a it's a fun EP, to put it lightly. Lynx is a Bristol, uh, a Bristol artist and he's awesome. I love him. <laughs> He's got the probably the best uh, costumes of any band currently going about. He makes all his own costumes, or almost all of his own costumes, and um, has a lot of like dance and techno influences, a lot more electronic stuff in his music. Smash Hits Volume One was great fun, and it was kind of it's kind of got a DIY feel to it in my mind with both uh, Volume One and Volume Two. Volume Two really pumps it up there. It's got a lot bigger, punchier sounds and bigger choruses and. Uh, I really like it. Um, he also has a cover of Courtney Barnett's Pedestrian at Best, 
in this and I think it's actually one of my all-time favorite covers because it completely reframed the original song for me and made it really good if anything that's a piece of effective lyric writing just gonna slide that one in there uh, also, it should be noted that Lynx was formerly known as Lynx Africa, so fans of Link, Lynx Africa who didn't hear about the name change, this is the same guy. It's the same good stuff that you enjoyed, and honestly, if you enjoyed Volume 1, you probably enjoy Volume 2, so check it out. Arguably more so than Volume 1. On to singles. We have one from Yardak, and hearing some chat of possibly an album to come. Uh, but overall, yet another good entry from Yardact uh, to pair with their... How many singles now? Quite a few. Three? Three others. They've had uh, Trapper's Pelts, which is their debut single, Fixer Upper, uh, Peanuts, and now Dark Days. They literally cannot make a bad song. Yeah, they're all fantastic. They're all fantastic. All also, again, exhibiting good lyric writing. So happy to uh, give them a little bit of credit there. Um, also, Dead Letter. This is a band which, frankly, I had kind of forgotten about, but Follow the Big Screen is a solid, solid entry. Really enjoy it. Uh, would highly recommend checking them out, even even if just for the sax. Again, post-punk, saxophone, hand-in-hand, such a good pairing. Dead Letter show this phenomenally. Their other recent, well, I say recent, their other single from last year, one of their other singles from last year, Fit for Work, is... Oh, God, it's absolutely divine. I love it. I live for it. I've been playing it a lot over the past two weeks. Hopefully this uh, this new single will lead to an EP and maybe even an album. Fingers crossed. Man could dream. Fingers crossed. In post-punk news, we have a date on the debut Squid album titled Bright Green Field coming May 7th. The first single, Narrator, is out now. I have been told time and time again that the first listening to this should be done on youtube and you should watch the video when listening to it so i still haven't gotten around to it i intended on doing it yesterday and i ended up going down the viagra boys music video tree so down that rabbit hole also would recommend that rabbit hole but the song narrator by squid watch the video i have been told will can can actually confirm this as he's done it it's a full eight and a half minutes of your life that you will not regret spending. I will assure you of that. You money back guarantee. Another fun entry into the news list is a debut album from the band Buffet Lunch. The Power of Rocks is coming the same day as Squid. That is May 7th. Um, if you're not familiar with Buffet Lunch, they are an Edinburgh-based band. They have a really unique sound that melds, uh, kind of like draws on influences from a lot of other places. I remember originally thinking of them as like, oh yeah, they're just like an Edinburgh Squid. But upon listening to them more and more, they're, they're actually a lot more than that. The vocalization can be kind of similar to Squid, but it has almost kind of like a more northern delivery in the camp of like yowl or maybe a little bit of influence from like lice not lice um definitely not lice <laughs> i meant to say life uh there but it's uh yeah they're a really solid band and the first single off of the album is red apple happiness and that is out now you can listen to it on spotify or go check them out on Bandcamp. really solid band would recommend they're from edinburgh what more do you want Definitely of note. Um, particularly, I'd recommend for those who are fans of Kate Le Bon, I think you'll enjoy uh, Buffet Lunch, especially Red Apple Happiness, and hopefully their album to come. Or kind of tracking another name out there, lesser known band, Jerry. If anyone here is a fan of the band Jerry and haven't listened to Buffet Lunch, there's a lot in common between. 
hadn't thought of that. Good point. Billy No Mates, her second EP, Emergency Telephone, is coming out on the 5th of March. Uh, the first single off that, Heels, is out now. Um, the vinyl, t-shirt, cassette, CD, you name it, is all available for pre-order on her website or on her label, which is she signed to Invada Records. Go check that out. I uh, highly recommend uh, for those of fans of Sleaford Mods. She's featured a lot. Uh, Jason Williamson actually featured on her debut album last year, and she featured on Mork and Mindy, one of the singles off Spare Ribs. Highly recommend. I love her. In our second to last piece of news, Do Nothing's second EP, Glueland, has a release date coming on the 12th of March. There are two singles out now, Glueland and Uber Alice. If you enjoyed their last EP, do, or their first EP, Do Nothing, I think Glueland is going to be a slightly more grown-up EP, for lack of a better word. A bit, a bit sort of darker, a bit richer in some of the uh, lyricism and guitar riffs, especially based off their um, two singles that are out now. Really looking forward to this. Do Nothing was one of my favourite EPs of last year, uh, featured in our roundup. I was on it was on it featured in our top five. It's I mean it's a very, very solid EP. We can only hope for good things for the second. Um and lastly, a sad piece of news, although not really part of the post punk world, uh, she did have a big influence on a lot of well, just kind of alternative music. The artist Sophie is dead at the age of thirty four. Sad news there. I was personally a, a fan of Sophie. I thought a lot of her music was um very pioneering and you could hear elements of it in bands like HMLTD. PVA as well. Bands that kind of combined like slight trap sounds with with post punk. Um those those sorts of sounds in a lot of ways were that kind of like hybrid trap pop or hybrid trap rock. Sophie really pioneered a lot of that. Yeah, she was a really pioneering artist and really pushed the boundaries a lot of things. Um, not to mention the influence that she had on the trans world and pushing for trans issues at yeah, really, really phenomenal artist, and from what I can tell, phenomenal person. And uh, you know, a shame that she died so young. Well, trying to lighten the mood there. Um, thank you very much for joining us for our first roundup. We're going to try and do these once a month, uh, summing up some of the best music coming out. Uh, something else to look forward to uh, in February: the debut album from Black Country New Road. We will definitely be talking about that in the upcoming weeks absolutely keep an eye let us know if you missed anything leave us a comment get in touch with us on instagram our handle is cabbage and shame all one words uh, all lowercase if that matters and otherwise we'll catch you very soon hopefully see you next time bye